gonna do 20 laps. That's what he gonna do. Embarrassing. Buckle up, Big MX fans, because it's time to arm yourself. That's right, it's time for the Arma Energy Racing Update. Through this series of podcasts, we're going to be talking to all of the members of the Arma Energy Racing Team. The Albertsons, Jimmy Sloan, the Freckle, Mitchell Oldenburg, and heck, we'll probably get the truck driver on at some point. This is everything to do with Arma Energy Racing. So sit down, strap in, and get ready to live the Arma life. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Bill's Pipes, and W Wheels. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with me on the line, we've got uh, professional moto dad, Paul Varese. Paul, how's it going? It's going really well. How are you doing today? I'm not doing too bad whatsoever. Uh, we got some rain up here in Canada. I understand you guys got some rain down there in uh, in Southern California. So uh, we're on the same page climate-wise, uh, although you usually get a whole lot more sun than we do. Uh, spring has sprung here. You guys are full blower into uh, to summertime moto. Basically, it's round year for you guys. Uh, but uh, you, you've had quite a bit. Judging by your Instagram, uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of exciting things happening at the track. So, uh, how are things by you, and uh, what's new and exciting at uh, in the Varese household? Man, there's so much things that go on. I mean, obviously, we live and breathe motocross, supercross. You know, we just got back from Vegas. We did some arena cross racing, and um, you know, just getting back, just getting back into our our. Um, riding rituals would be, you know, our training mode with j6long.com. We have uh, amateur racing coming up next week before the Glen Helen Motocross National. Um, And then a weekend after that, right at Glen Helen again, backs us up to the uh, Loretta Lynn's amateur regional race. Hopefully we can get the golden ticket uh, right from our first regional event and uh, pick it up right there back to where we were last year to Loretta Lynn's. Excellent. So uh, by the fact that you're heading to a regional qualifier, that means that uh, Jam and Josh has already qualified through a area qualifier or yeah, an area qualifier. Um, tell us a little bit about how you introduced your son to uh, motocross and the motocross community and uh, the role that it plays in his life. Well, how it all started was, um, I mean, when I was a kid, I did BMX racing. When I, I don't know, I just always had to do like fast things when I was a kid. Um, my dad was uh, pretty much, uh, it was a merchant seaman, so he was always traveling around the world. So it was me and my brother and my mom. And um, my mom would take us in a, we had a blue 1978 Honda Civic. We put the bike rack on the back, put our BMX bikes in. I mean, she would she'd travel. She would give us a good, you know, hour and a half to get us to some BMX races. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just doing that and, you know, uh, got a dirt bike, an XR80. And I don't know when I was maybe, maybe like nine or 10. And I was like, man, look at this. You know, we lived in the Bay area, dude, lots of housing community, no dirt around there. And man, where am I going to ride this thing? You know? So there's this one seven eleven way up in the hill area and they had dirt in the back. So, I mean, me and my buddy, we just have to walk our bikes through our, you know, housing community and, 
as soon as we got a little patch of dirt, we'd pull on and start them up and just like ride in just this little patch of dirt. We were about like, wow, this is the world right here. Um, <laughs> you know, and life went on and, and did other things. And, uh, I got into one part of my life where I could, uh, start doing street bike riding. And I started mm-hmm. doing a street bike racing, actually. Uh, I kind of rode around and, and knew of, uh, the, the Hayden brothers, you know, Nikki, Roger, Tommy, of the course, dad. Yeah. Um, and that all started off in, uh, Sacramento, uh, YSR racing. So I did YSR racing and then I was like, okay, pretty much evolved from the YSR. What can I do bigger now? And, um, ended up hooking him up with a guy from, um, I want to say he was from Brazil and, uh, he hooked me up with RS 125s, just straight ripping Japan bikes and, um, started doing the circuit. Um, that was, uh, that was uh, Infineon to, to Willow Springs to Button Willow and, and to Laguna Seca. I raced, actually, I raced at MotoGP in 1998 at Laguna Seca. And, I mean, dude, that right there was the baddest, dude. I was like, man, loved it. And, uh, obviously, like I said, dude, I mean, just a moto junkie, just always wanting to go fast and uh, hooked up with a beautiful wife and, and had two beautiful boys in my first one. And, he just caught on to it quick, man. My brother bought him a uh, a Honda electric bike from what is it, Cragen Automotive. It was the um, it was the um, the Doohan replica little Honda Repsol electric bike. And at that time, my son was two years old. Brought it home, and I mean, he had these one size um, you know Tyler PJs on, and he just hopped on and just like clicked it and. Went down the driveway, no problem, no training wheels, nothing. And then um, after that, I said, "All right, man, it's gonna be time for a little fifty pretty soon." So it was gonna be, it'll be his, it would have been his third year old Christmas, turning four in March, and I bought him a fifty. And then uh, he, he ever since then, he had no training wheels. He actually rode a dirt bike before a BMX bicycle. Wow, that's incredible! Uh, obviously, a kid who's taken to it quite quite quickly. Uh, did you see that he had some skill right off the hop? Obviously, like just riding around, but even when he got onto a track, that uh, he was able to kind of assess things and uh, figure out how this uh, how this beautiful world works on two wheels. What you know, what was pretty funny is yeah, we we I would kind of like we'd go camping a lot because I mean everybody had bikes. So it was me. I had a bike. My wife, Brandy, had a bike, and then both of my boys had the 250 bikes. And we would make it an annual year every Thanksgiving. We would take the whole week off, and we'd go camping. And at this place where we'd go riding, it's a lot of hill riding, but down in the camp area, they had, like, this big old oval kind of half TT style track, and it was just for, like, little kids, you know, where we could kind of adults could watch their kids ride. And he would go in there. And he would actually literally, like, run the bike out of gas. I mean, I couldn't be like, hey, come on, come over here, let's go have lunch. No, it was like, he just kept going round and around in circles following the right line. And after that, I was like, man, you know what? I got to find out, like, where we could race and start doing some jumps. For sure. So what is it that you do uh, for for a living now to support your son's racing efforts? And uh, of course, when I first met you, you were working uh, at the uh, the pro shop at Milestone uh, MX, which is a phenomenal facility, uh, multi-track, I believe, if I can just count quickly, two 
three, four, five tracks that I can t- think of just off the top of my head, just in the one area. Um, is th- is that what you do full time? Yes, we actually, uh, yeah. So we basically, it's uh, me, my wife, and uh, uh, Jimmy. Uh, we're all partnered up here. We have the Milestone MX Pro Shop here at the Milestone MX Park in Riverside, California. Uh, we've been growing rapidly, growing really big, knocking down walls. I mean, probably if you came into the pro shop now, you'd be like, no, this is not the pro shop. No way. Uh, we've expanded. Um, I'm not sure at the time we had a, we have a, uh, um, a parts trailer now that we have actually at the Paris MX track in Paris, California that we run over there as well. Okay. Um, so we're, we're, we're expanding, we're, we're grooving. Uh, I mean, our client base is, is so huge. I mean, our customer service is phenomenal. I mean, top notch, A plus, um, you know, there's no really customer that comes in here and there's no, no answer to them. I mean, we'll fix it. We'll help them out. We'll give them a great deal. Um, and that's pretty much what we do 24 seven. Every day. You guys even helped me put my uh, KX252 stroke back together again uh, about a year uh, year ago, a little bit more than a year ago. And actually, I, was, I, I haven't seen uh, any renovations. I was there for uh, Anaheim 2, so it would have been mid-January this year. Uh, I was there, and uh, actually, I had to give, or I had to get the, the people that I went with, I had to bring them out to the track and just show them a facility uh, unlike anything that we have in Canada. And of course I brought them out to Milestone because there's no place else like it. Um, unfortunately we didn't see any uh, pros uh, turning laps out there, but nevertheless uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. And uh, you should be, you'd be proud to be a part of that. Oh, I mean, it's a huge, huge proud to be definitely. I mean, it's funny as, as, as the wife states, it's like people's, vacation and destination is our home you know <laughs> right on man and and you guys are, are available to work uh basically around the clock i remember tell, you telling me that if uh if i if the the weld on my my frame was done at 11 o'clock at night you would you would meet me at the gate at uh at 11.05 to uh to give me my my subframe which was way too cool really appreciated that yeah, that's that that that's my thing. Like I said, I mean, I've, you know, customer service basis to me is number one key. Um, you know, I like to take care of the customers. You know, and, and in the meantime, they always take care of us on the back end as well. But I mean, I, I want to make sure that the customer, the bike, the rider, they're not just going to end their day because you know something broke or, or something mishappened uh, uh, and they can't find the part. I mean, we if we have a bike in the shop, um, I'll actually take the part off. And then the, the customer that I have the bike with, I, you know, obviously I'll make a phone call to them and let them know that, you know, hey, I got a customer in here. I know we're still waiting for a part on your bike. Is it okay if I take this off, re, you know, reorder it from the factory, and then you'll get it put back on your bike so I can just get this guy back on the track. And they're just like, dude, no problem, man. And, and they're just like totally overwhelmed. Like, dude, I can't believe that. They just took out a part from another bike, put it on my bike, and I'm back out and running. 
Yeah, that's that's a huge benefit. Otherwise, you'd have to, to wait uh, a couple of days or drive to somewhere where obviously you'd have to end your day to go get your bike fixed, and uh, you're able to uh, rectify that. Um, as a moto dad, uh, seeing your kids, your son, uh, develop and gain skills, and of course, I'm sure you get nervous sometimes if he's if he's had some crashes and stuff like that. Uh, what does it feel like to have your son be so successful uh, and uh, and and achieving his dream? To me, I mean, it's it's a it's 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 a, a dream that is developing, uh, believing it, it's being true. Um, growing up with them, um, it, it's it's it, I don't know, it's it's so weird because I mean, obviously, I wanted my dad around for for all my youth youth years, and it's because of the pro shop, because of Jimmy Sloan, I have that opportunity to be with my kid twenty four hours training riding, watching him ride, watching him race, driving him to all the nationals. I mean, that's something that he'll never forget. 100%. Now, uh, you, you just mentioned Jimmy, Jimmy Sloan, and uh, that's who uh, is uh, is helping us do all these podcasts, him as well as Arma Energy Drink. Uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, like like your relationship with Jimmy as well as uh, how much you appreciate having a company like Arma Energy Drink supporting uh, Josh and uh, everything that you guys are doing. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, especially uh, meet, meeting Jimmy, um, man, back in the day, um, you know, he'd come in with this big rig, dude, just going, man, driving down the hill, and I'm going, damn, look at that, that is sick. I said, son, hopefully someday that'll be us. And um, he'd come in, big stacker trailer, I'm like, damn, unload it. All these bikes come out all yellow. See a yellow, Mike. Damn, that's pretty sick, you know. And then I'm like going, man, it's all the same number, you know. I'm like, yeah, how many riders he's got, you know. I just see one kid, you know, riding all the different style bikes, you know, small wheels, big wheels, super minis. I'm going, man, that's pretty sick, you know. And I don't know, I'm the type of person I just kind of keep to myself, dude, you know, and just uh, just do my thing, you know, and and try to support, you know, my family as much as I can with with our means and. uh um, one night, me and my buddy were just like, "Hey, dude, let's go, let's go walk over there, let's go meet this guy." So we walked over there. I said, "Hey, what's going on?" It looked like he was ready to close up his shop, and he's like, "No, you guys want to talk, dude? Hey, let's, let's talk, man. Let's, you know, hang out. You know." So we did, you know, and they exchanged phone numbers and stuff because he has a track in Arizona. He's like, "Yeah, any part of you guys want to come out and, and hang out? You know, let me know." And um, you know, I just I just drug it out, you know, and and finally I said, you know, hey. Um, I, you know, kept seeing him at races and, uh, you know, saw the progress of J6 loan, just, you know, killing it. And we started doing good. And, uh, he's like, you know, Hey, yeah, anytime you, you know, you want to cruise over, let me know. So one day I got the phone number and called him up and I said, Hey, we're going to be passing through Arizona. Is it cool? And he said, yeah, for sure. Come on down. And, uh, we saw the facility he had, and it was just awesome. It's just facility where you could just ride and train and work on so many technical aspects of you and your bike and uh from then on we just like we just clicked and we just kept hanging out and doing stuff together families barbecues and um uh what was it in uh man i'm gonna say what was it 20 2009 maybe end of 2009 coming into 2010 uh we just decided like you know what you know northern california is not really giving us what we really need anymore. We need to find facilities where we could start to really just like pack it up, don't look back, and let's 
let's uh let's see how far this could take us and um we called him up after I think it was yeah I think it was uh after 2009 Loretta's I think it was going there took some friends there and he said yeah dude the gate's open you know where to go so we got home made arrangements packed up the house suit packed everything we can got storage units and uh turnkey man I drove the U-Haul the white of the van and uh Southern California that's where we're going and uh we've we've Oh, sorry, you uh, broke. Uh, not, sorry, you broke up a little bit there. Uh, you 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 showed up and we we showed up at Southern California and we've never looked back. Pretty much, you know, we've been here and 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 we've been just totally been successful. That's really cool, man. I've, that that's awesome. The, the, uh, connecting with a guy like Jimmy uh, really took uh, you to a, the whole other level. In fact, uh, it actually took you down to Southern California to raise you up to where you're at. Um, incredible to hear uh, the, the, the impact that Jimmy's had on your life. And uh, Jimmy Sloan is good people. I've told him that a hundred times, whether it be a phone call, a text message, uh, he's good for the sport of motocross. And you yourself are good for the sport of motocross because you are raising one hell of, uh, one heck, sorry, uh, of, a, of a young boy who uh, seems to uh, really know where, which side the gas is on. Uh, what are the plans for your son going forward in his, uh, in his racing? The plans going forward, we're going to obviously, we're, you know, uh, we got the next couple of weeks. Hopefully we get that golden ticket for Loretta's, you know, and uh, just train hard, um, get to Loretta's, and uh, hopefully just dominate. You know, do like we did last year. I mean, last year on the 65, I mean, he just dominated every class he was in. We had a little fumble. And we got a little fumble going into the uh, fifth moto, you know. I mean, we had four moto wins. And um, just took a little tumble and kind of it didn't mess up our jumbo because the next morning he he really had an important moto to come through and and he did man from the whole shot all the way to the checkered flag he he nailed it down and and we uh, we were pleased with that so this year we're gonna you know obviously finish off the year and um, you know we didn't want to get into super minis uh, this year but ended up uh, finding a, a good deal on one and uh, we've been riding that and we've really actually been excelling in the super mini class as well so this year we have mini senior one mini senior two and super mini one um that's part of the rest when we come back when we when we come to it to pick the two classes that we're going to do i mean obviously we're off to uh you know our main goal is to do mini senior one and two and and i think it's just going to be a the 85 cc class this year is going to be the race to be watching all over the country out of all aspects Sweet. That's unreal. And uh, I guess like being in the hotbed of motocross down in Southern California through the uh, the Trans Am series that, that you guys have, uh, the Trans World series that you guys have been uh, hosting at Trans, at both Paris and uh, Milestone, you've gotten a little bit of a taste on uh, who's going to be coming out of California. And uh, one of them happens to be your son, who uh, looks to be uh, the cream of the crop. Yeah, I'm... You know, as funny as I think a lot of people, you know, they were just, um, uh, I, I wouldn't say they were like, you know, they're probably thinking like, you know, hey, yeah, we're just getting into the 85 scene. You know, I don't think we have to worry about them. But as racing came about, I think that's when um, riders, racers, moto parents and everybody in the industry 
um, even manufacturers were just like, wow, I mean, this is, this is happening right here. I mean, we're, we're, we're in it. I mean, we're up in the front. We're part of the front runners. Um, you know, like I said, today we just came out of Glen Helen. It was, it was a fun, super fun day. You know, I mean, you, you've had, you know, pros to amateur champions at the track and, uh, it was just an awesome day today. Tell me a little bit about before we get your son on. I had you on. Uh, like uh, I, I could talk to you all day, man. It's 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 awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the Arm Energy uh, Transworld Series. You guys are giving away a truck. You guys are giving away motorcycles. How is this all possible? Uh, and uh, what kind of what what can people look to uh, enjoy if they haven't already checked out that series? The Ultimate Amateur Series. That's at, it. That's the ultimate. ultimate you know the amateur Ultimate series. Amateur Series. And obviously now, you know, Arm Energy is, is, is brought into the picture here. Um, it, and it's just a huge, huge, like, just motocross community from Riverside to Paris. From I mean, from all over kind of the states. I mean, some people come in to and And knowing that you could pretty much come to a five, six-pack race series and possibly come out with a vehicle or some dirt bikes, I mean, that's that's unreal. I mean... You know, when we race, we're like, dude, we need to get that gold cup or let's get that number one championship plaque if we race all five rounds, you know, and let's get a couple motorcycle stands or some sticker kits. But, I mean, to, to know that, hey, if I do five rounds, I have a chance to drive off with a brand-new truck or, or some motorcycles. And, and, you know, Jimmy stepped up his game again with with all the promoters that you know hey here we go i'm giving away a truck and i i, I think it's five yamahas or six yamahas i think so now we don't just have one winner we're going to have potential winners um the last round we just had here was round three over at milestone and santa cruz bicycles came out here we set up a, a 15 minute um mountain bike course including a downhill turn section through some trees and I was um, just prepping my son's bike for a moto, and I look over, and there's all these people just surrounding the whole Santa Cruz 10 area. And uh, after the day was done, me and Jimmy were sitting down relaxing, and I go, hey, Mike, did they give away some of those bikes today? They gave away two of those mountain bikes, and I was like, wow, I can't believe that. I mean, those things were, I mean, you're, you're talking thousands of dollar bikes, and, and two lucky winners took them home that day. That's wild. Uh, really, really cool. You guys have some awesome things going on downstairs, uh, down there. Uh, Paul, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. If uh, if you'd be so kind to uh, throw it to commercial for me. Hey, you've just been talking to uh, Brad and Paul uh, with the Mile Cinemax Po Shop. Um, that's fully fridged with Arma Energy drinks. So if you ever need one in Riverside, California, make sure to stop in on Mile Cinemax Park and... Uh, We'll catch a wrap. We're going in the commercial. Come back and stay tuned. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. 
If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to 
WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. And we're back. Jammin' Josh Varese on the line with the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Jammin' Josh, how's it going? Well, it's going good. Uh, it's been raining here in SoCal, but I uh, had a good day with training at Glen Helen with Jay's phone and all my training buddies. and. Hopefully we can get at it again tomorrow. Excellent. Now, it's uh, not shying away from a little bit of moisture out there on the track. Uh, you're training with Jason Sloan, a guy who knows he's been around, he's had success, and uh, what does he bring to your program? Uh, how does he help you succeed? Uh, he just, you know, shows me all my techniques. You know, he helps me to get, you know, he helped me, him and his dad helped me to where I'm at today. And, uh, you know, we just, train hard every day and hopefully we can do that from here and out and just become a champion absolutely sound like a champion already um tell us a little bit about uh some of the things that they that you guys work on on a regular basis uh what are some of the things that you need to work on like maybe some bad habits and uh, how does how does uh Jason help you overcome that oh uh, you know we usually just work sections most of the time you know get our, you know, to, to show us, you know, that's the right way to do it, you know, set up your corners outside, inside, um, and just, you know, stay smooth, you know, try and just get away from all the breaking bumps and just keep that momentum. And, my, I mean, we actually did a 30-minute moto, and I didn't – I felt like I was staying smooth the whole moto, and I didn't feel like I got tired. I was just having fun and just talking to myself and just thinking about cool stuff and – just having a awesome week. Excellent, man. So, uh, what's your favorite part about racing motocross? What uh, what kind of emotion does racing dirt bikes and being around the sport? Uh, what 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 kind of emotion does that pull out of you? Uh, probably just like jumping and just being high in the air and just feeling that momentum rush where you, you know feel like you're in the groove and just nice and smooth and just just feeling awesome and then you know you like a lot of people have told me like uh i have a chiropractor named stan he was telling me today that uh you know yeah he didn't care that i was raining he just said he was having so much fun and just he just felt like he was young again but you know that's that's an awesome feeling for people that ride and i feel the same way when i'm riding out there i just feel like i could get the momentum and just have fun and even getting bar dragging in some ruts is the best part Hundred uh, percent. For those of us that have the skills to drag the bars, uh, not myself included, but definitely looks like you have the skills to do so. Uh, you're known as Jam and Josh Varese, and uh, how did you get that nickname, young sir? How do you get to be known as Jam and Josh? Um, 
Well, when I was young, uh, I had basically I had two nicknames. It was either Double J for Jam Josh, Double J or Jam and Josh, like Jam and uh, I don't know. I liked them both, and it was just kind of you know on and off. And then he's done so called Jimmy would always call me Jam, and it's cool. Like a lot of times, I barely hear Josh anymore from anyone. It's always jamming. And it's cool because, um, you know, having a nickname is uh, fun and, yeah. <laughs> just, just love that nickname. Ain't nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, you originally introduced to motocross, motorcycles at a, at a very young age. Uh, how important was that for you to uh, develop your skills, develop uh, all of your skills and, uh, and, and your love for sport? Uh, it- it's just like, it's because there's a lot of kids that I know that started at like, you know, 10 years old, 9 years old. And I always think, man, I wonder how like that's just like how you like, you know, learn it so fast. But like when I started young, when you're a kid, like it's not like, because we really weren't into racing yet, like nationally. We did trail riding and local races. But when I was three, I mostly did trail riding and trail riding, you get, you know, get that like, um, like rushers, you know, in the trees, and then you have a lot of downhills, uphills, you know, and then, you know, you get the spot, spots where you just, you know, sit there. But uh, actually, I just remembered um, one time I was up in trail riding on my little Honda 50, and uh, I never used to really, like, go in front of my dad because I would just feel like I don't know where I should go. So my dad would always go in front of me, and there was this big hill, and I thought, because I never really knew how to, like, shift up and down, so. I got stuck probably midway up the hill, and I'm, like, just wide open, just brrrr, and just sitting there. I'm, like, dang it. And finally, it started going, and my dad was sitting at the top of the hill. He, like, set his bike up against the little hill and almost came down to help me. But I got up in enough time, and I was kind of scared because I thought he just left me, so I was stranded. But he came back, and uh, I got back up the hill, and we still had some fun and got back to camp and just hung out. So, of all the tracks at Milestone, of which do you spend most of your time? And uh, and when the the uh, the straight rhythm was put in, uh, did you put a few laps in on that? Yeah, um, when the straight rhythm was here at Milestone MX, uh, yes, I did go and ride. It was awesome, you know, just going straight or probably you know quarter of a mile or whatever, or a half a mile. I don't know how long it was, but it was fun, especially the big double they had after some rollers. That was probably the funnest part. Were you launching that double? Yes, sir. Good Lord. You're on uh, KTMs. Looks like you got some support through those guys. Uh, how, did you achieve, how did you acquire a sponsor like that? And uh, um, what do you like about the Orange Machines? Uh, yeah, I used to ride the Honda 150s. Um, and then I had a little swap out and some whoops and got hurt. But... Uh, I was almost back on the bike, and um, my dad got an email from Orange Brigade, and they wanted me on the team, so we were thinking about it, and we said, sure, we'll go for it, and uh, got on the team, and right when I got off, was able to ride again, I went to Paris, MX, uh, we just got the bike, we got it all ready, and I, I, the first time I rode a KTM 85 was my friends, uh, it was brand new, but everything was stock on it, so it was fast, and the first jump I hit, like one of the jumps I hit on it, I was hitting on my bike and I went the same speed. If I over jumped, I was like, whoa, this thing's fast. But then, so I, that was like years ago, and I got back on one and 
I it felt awesome about being on a t-shirt again because I was on the four-stroke 150s, but I got back on the KTMs and uh, just started getting stronger in my collarbone, which I hurt, and um, ever since then, the KTMs have just been awesome. Right on. So uh, that one crash that you speak of, is that the, the biggest crash that you've ever had on a dirt bike? And uh, if so, uh, what happened? Uh, no, that is not the biggest crash I've had on a dirt bike. It was just like, I picked a different uh, line in these roller things. Uh, and yeah, like they're like roller slash whoops kind of. And I just kind of, there was like a kicker because it was like mid in the day. So every, everything was a little rough. And I just kind of pitched me sideways. So what's the biggest crash you've had on a bike, you little man? Um, there's been a few. Uh, probably. <laughs> man, I don't know. Um, man, that's that's a hard one. Wait, I think I remember. I Where maybe I? the hardest one is the one that you don't remember. Man, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. Uh, and maybe one of at Daytona she, for the amateur day, I kind of like went off of a jump and like sideways, like I uh, cross rodded and case and just went face first into the next jump. And, um, yeah, that was about it. Uh, if there's any other crashes, I just can't remember them. Fair enough. Uh, your your dad seems super dedicated to making sure that uh, you achieve all of your dreams on a motorcycle. Uh, what are your ultimate dreams of riding dirt bikes, and uh, um, where do you see this going forward? Uh, I just want to become, you know, like a Ryan Villapoto or like, you know, all the, the pros like Eli Tomac, James Stewart, and the Stewart brothers, and just hopefully become a pro and be a champion like them, and just have fun with uh, motocross. So, who is your favorite rider right now? Um, it's well, I have a few of them. Like James Stewart's one of them in the four fifties. But it, I'm really bummed that he can't race the nationals this year. But hopefully next year he'll be able to race Supercross and uh, nationals. And then in the two fifties, um, you know, yeah. Uh, Marvin Muskin and then uh, R.J. Hampshire, he's the rookie for this year. Um, he's been doing awesome. I watched him at Vegas, and he looked good in the main, the uh, East and West Coast shootout. And But, yeah, cool. So, uh, the, like, Milestone is uh, a typical place you'll see a lot of these fast guys. Uh, if you look at uh, Adam Cianspirillo's uh, Instagram, he's been there uh, Fair a bit, fair a bit the last couple of weeks as a lot of the teams are stationed out in SoCal. Uh, who are some of the coolest riders that you've been able to uh, to, to see out there on the track? Uh, how, what's your reaction when you see them? And uh, do you ever jump in on the track and uh, try and trade paint with them or a little bit, or at least uh, stay with them for a corner or two? Yeah, uh, I ride at the Pro Days, which is Tuesday at Paris, and then. Wednesday milestone and then Thursday going home. So the pros, there's a lot of pros that go there. And, uh, every time they, you know, like could come up and pass me, it's hard to like, not, cause I don't want to be right behind cause the roof sprite, it just hurts so bad, but you know, <laughs> I try and just charge and try and stay with them. But you know, their bikes prior, you know, fastest bikes in the world. And 
Yeah, they just pull down. A little faster than your average, a little faster than your average super mini. That's for sure. Yep. Right on, man. Um, so uh, your Arma Energy is one of your uh, your biggest sponsors. They help you out quite a bit. Um, what's it like having those guys as a sponsor? And uh, what's your favorite uh, flavor of Arma Energy drink? Uh, yeah, Arma Energy is awesome. You know, uh, actually, there was a guy inside our shop the other day, and he's looking. He's like, "Oh, Arma Energy, what, are these good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, they're really good." He's like. All right, I'm gonna buy one. I'm gonna see how it tastes. I'm like, you won't regret it. And you bought one; it's awesome. And uh, the sugar-free ones are good. I mean, both our energies are the best. And um, yeah, uh, they're really good, and they're probably the best tasting energy drink. Hundred percent. Now, uh, awesome. Well, um, b before I let you go, I'll give you the opportunity to uh, run down those sponsors for me. I know you got quite the list, and uh, on behalf of myself, Brad Gebhardt, and the whole Big MX crew, I really want to wish you the best going forward. Best of luck at the area qualifiers, and uh, given uh, given the uh, opportunity to uh, have you on again after uh, after you qualify for Loretta's, of course, we'd love to have you on again. All right, thank you, Brad, and uh, I'll hopefully talk to you again, and going to have a good year. Awesome. So what are those sponsors before I let you go? Yeah, I'd like to thank the Lord for keeping me safe, KTM Orange Brigade, Arm Energy Racing, jaysixphone.com, Alias MX, 6D Helmet, FMS, Von Zipper Goggles, Stamp Socks, BVS Shoes, Paris MX, Milestone MX Pro Shop, Haven Empire Clothing, K-Rider, Nihilo Concepts, Motorex Oils, Lynx Racing, Asterix, Liat Brace, Skull Candy Headphones, Factory Connection Suspension, W Wheels, Team 3BR, Dunlop Tires, Motion Pro, DT1 Air Filters, ODI Grips, Mode Tool. Definitely my biggest supporter is my mom and dad. And if I forgot anybody, thank you so much. Well, right on, man. Hopefully all of your sponsors will uh, take a listen to this. Be very proud of you for doing an awesome interview. Uh, congratulations on all your success so far, and uh, good luck in the future. Thank you. Awesome. So uh, hand the phone off to uh, to Dad, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll say goodnight for now. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.